0: Welcome to Rewitched, a charmed 1998 Rewatch podcast. Join us on our journey as we recap, examine, and critique the series episode by episode from the beginning.
1: We'll be keeping our podcast spoiler-free, so we welcome fans new and old to join us in watching and reflecting on one of our favorite shows. Currently, we're on Season 3.
0: I'm your host, Jess Sabanko.
1: And I'm your host, Mia Sabanko.
0: Now let's get into this week's episode.
1: This week, we're sharing a very special bonus episode dedicated to the wonderful, powerful, and beautiful Prue Halliwell. We will discuss our thoughts on her as a character and say our goodbyes to the eldest Halliwell sister. The only semi-spoiler this episode will feature is that Shannon Doherty left the show at the end of Season 3, and we will find out Prue is dead in the first minute of Season 4.
0: So... Sorry to our first time viewers, but we hate to break it to you. Prue is not coming back in season four.
1: Yep. She didn't quite make it. It was very, very sad. we'll get into
0: the specifics of that in our season four first episode. But we will say that that was our last seeing of Prue. Exactly. All right. So before we get into kind of our opinions and stuff, I just wanted to give some background info on what I was able to dig up, because as we know, Shannon Doherty mentioned when she was at a convention, I forget if it was this past summer or the summer before, that she was going to come on and do a podcast about why she left the show, what happened. As of right now, it's really just speculation, and this is what I was kind of able to gather from my online research. As most people familiar with her career know, This isn't the only show that she left abruptly like this. The same thing happened with Beverly Hills 90210, where she was also one of the top billed characters. She was actually the second lead in that show, but the female lead. And also a soap opera she did in 2004. She left after a season because of creative differences as well. In both this situation and in 90210, there were rumors of bad blood between her and castmates. I mean, in this show, there was rumors of a feud between her and Alyssa Milano, which both of them have confirmed they did have issues with each other. On 90210, she had issues with both Jenny Garth and Ian Zering who were other leads in that show as well. When I did my research, I found some reasons why she must have left the show. So the first reason is that She quit after Constance left because she felt the show was going in a different direction than what she wanted, and she didn't like Brad Kern, who kind of took over as the showrunner. It was said that, like, he wouldn't really take her creative input, and this is where some of that idea of, like, her being difficult to work with might have been, like, rumors he started because of that. Mm -hmm. There's also the idea that she quit because her and Alyssa didn't get along, Though a lot of people say that, like, yeah, they probably had issues with each other, but their feud was probably made bigger for, like, PR reasons so that it, like, didn't look as bad when she left the show. Right. And then other people say that she was just bored of the show and where her character was going and wanted to do something different. So those are kind of the three reasons people have given.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited for her to, like, come on and actually explain to us her side of things, you know? I'm definitely looking forward to figuring that out. And maybe yeah. once we figure it out, we can have another discussion about it, you know?
0: Definitely, definitely. We could do kind of, like, a response to her.
1: Absolutely, podcast. that would be awesome.
0: But I did also look up what some co-stars have said about her from Charmed. Um, mm-hmm. So first, I want to read a couple quotes from Brian Cross. So he said, I can just tell you that she was the hardest working person on set. Yes, she could be terse and abrupt, but she wasn't always wrong. I'll tell you that. She had everybody's back and she was part of the family. She was the family. And when she left, we all wondered how the show was going to last. And it's honestly a miracle that we did. And kudos to Holly and Alyssa and Rose that we did. They kept it together. But I have nothing but love for Shannon Darty. Then he said, most of those comments about her come from guys, men in power with money, who don't like to be told what to do by a woman, especially by a strong opinionated woman. She wasn't always right, but she always stood her ground. So I really thought that was a beautiful thing. And it really makes me lean into that idea that it really was issues with Brad Kern that led to her leaving the show.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I really like that quote from him. That's so sweet that he would say all those things about her. And it's kind of funny because it's very true as well. Like her real life, like how her personality in real life is kind of very similar to Prue's character, I feel like.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I also found one from Michael Bailey Smith, who played Shax and Belthazor, and he said, I know the rumors about Shannon Doherty, but for me, she was always nice and very professional. I would always see her doing extra work off the set with the stunt people just to make sure her fight scenes looked good. So he had nothing but nice things to say about her as well. Yeah. Alyssa Milano, a quote from her. So she said, I would say we are cordial. You know, I could take a responsibility for a lot of our tension that we had. I think a lot of our struggle came from feeling that I was in competition rather than it being the sisterhood that the show was so much about. And I have some guilt about my part in that.
1: Okay, so Alyssa really
0: admits she kind of takes fault for that. And I think, you know, like I said previously, um, I forget when exactly I said this, but I know I was one of our other bonus episodes. But I think that especially during that time, because again, I've heard it from other stars of shows at this time, a lot of the producers did a lot to try to keep the women from kind of like coming together, because if they did, they would actually get the money and- accolades they deserved for their work so they would try to like pit them against each other and be like well Shannon's the star well I want Alyssa to be the star instead like things like that to make them dislike each other when really like there was room for all three of them to be the star of the show absolutely yeah another quote I found that I just wanted to share was from T.W. King who played Andy he said I think some of it is rumor but a lot of it is based on truth because she was young when success hit her The great thing about Shannon is that she is a total professional and is always prepared and she expects everyone around her to be at that same level and I like to think I am the same way so I respect the way she is around set. We get things done, things rapidly and according to scripts so I certainly can't complain.
1: Okay yeah so we kind of get our ideas about her. She must have been very like professional on set kind of running things a little bit, Um, had higher duties and then some people had issues with that, but I think it was more of an in a respectable way, right?
0: So yeah. I mean, it sounds like she me. was doing what no one would have called out a man for doing on set. Exactly. Which is taking charge and doing her fucking job. Literally. Like, there's a reason she was directing episodes. There's a reason she's successful and was like, she was young. She was in her late 20s, early 30s, and already directing. Like, that's amazing for her career.
1: Yeah, that is. That's a wonderful start to her career. She did a phenomenal job. I have nothing but respect for her, too.
0: I do, too. And like we said, I can't wait to hear her actually come out and tell her story so that it's not just speculation like this.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. So let's get into Prue's journey throughout the series. I have, like, so many good things
1: to say about the way that they had Prue go on, like we talked about in, you know, other episodes she has a lot of strength and confidence about her in her character. And we see her as this independent woman who kind of keeps her guard up in the beginning. And we slowly see her kind of learn to become more of herself and accept past emotions and get kind of through a lot of things she never got to deal with growing up. And then finally finding herself in her career and trying to find a better balance in her life and taking care of her sisters, but knowing that they can handle their se- like themselves now, you know? So- I feel like we got to see such a change in her from the beginning to the end, and she became such a calmer, more fun person than she was, you know, in the beginning, where she was a little more uptight, I felt like, you know?
0: Yeah, I think the who we meet in the very first episode, she's very businessy, she's very professional, she is very much that mother type. We even see her mothering Phoebe even when she hates her and wants nothing to do with her, right? Yeah. In that pilot episode. And then we see her, as she becomes a witch, as she regains that connection with her sisters, changing for the better, in my opinion. She gets to explore things she's actually passionate about as opposed to just focusing on having a strong career just for the sake of saying, I'm a successful woman, which I think so many women are convinced they need to do right instead of following what would make you happy what would make me money what would make me respected and there's nothing wrong with getting money or respect that's not what i'm saying but yeah you should also be able to do things you love
1: exactly like i feel like ever since the whole you know it became such a big movement for you know women to be independent and successful and oh i don't need a man that's totally fine but that doesn't mean we should put down women who do choose to have a man and you know be a stay-at-home wife if you want to or like leave your job and find a career that actually makes you happy like Prue did you know it doesn't make you any less of an, a strong independent woman it doesn't make you any less successful and we see that she is able to kind of do both you know she can be whoever she wants to be and she takes pride in what she does no matter what it is and works hard at it and it was just like so beautiful to see that in a character and it was very. um almost inspiring and respectable I'd say for just women in general you
0: know yeah I love the way Prue takes on two very male-dominated careers in the show Mm -hmm. first like in that world of kind of like art history archaeology type of stuff and then moving into the world of photography and she we see her find great success because she is someone who isn't going to let other people tear her down is good at what she does is dedicated to doing the necessary time and research And then showing you like, hey, you can have low expectations for me, but I'm going to prove you wrong every fucking time.
1: Exactly. And I love that about her.
0: Yes. I also love who she is as a sibling. I love the way that we see her take care of her sisters, stand up for them, do everything in her power to protect them, which comes from a place of love as well as a place of pride
1: yeah exactly we see her like she's willing to do anything for them honestly all of them are but we see her take on that leadership role no matter what and as much as we see her struggle with it even when she does have her difficulties and her breakdown like after andy died you know like her sisters are there to pick her back up too and she's like learned to kind of accept that and be able to confide in them a little bit more and realize that it's not just her you know on her yeah
0: i love that crew throughout the series especially in season three and a little bit in season two as well, learns that there's strength and vulnerability, which I feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of these women who have tried to be so strong in the outside world, we forget about that. Um, We forget that like there's also strength in being honest with your emotions and letting yourself hurt when you hurt and not just turning it into anger. So I really loved her developing that. I love her storyline with their mother and the way like, her parents affected her. I think it's really strong. I think it's a really re- well written and continuous storyline for her that we see throughout all three seasons. Absolutely. I
1: feel like anytime we really get a glimpse or most of the time where we get a glimpse of her really being vulnerable is when it has to do with her parents and kind of seeing how her having to raise her sisters and her being the one who kind of remembers the most, seeing how it affected her. And that's like and and constantly something that she struggles with that, like, no matter how strong she is, she's still that hurting little girl inside, you know, and finally able to let that out and then also accept their father after forgiving him and saying, hey, you know, you're never going to be the dad that I wished you were, but like, we can move past that now, you know, so we got a lot of her kind of working on those things throughout the seasons, especially, I'd say, like, season two, season three, like you were saying.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, the Prue we meet in Victor's very first episode is a very different Prue than we see when he comes back in season three. And I love seeing that relationship build over the absolutely. Course of their
1: just like a a cold shell in the beginning, one, you know, was not ready to let her guard down. And she progressively learned to change that about herself. And like she's become such a strong woman. and I mean, always has been, but she's just in every way possible, has become such an amazing character for the show and has developed so much.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I also want to talk a little bit about, I mean, Prue's greatest love story of the series was obviously Prue and Andy. And I love the connections and parallels between their death episodes, which are also interesting because when they shot that episode, Shannon hadn't quit the show yet so at that point she was still coming back for season four like they it wasn't pre-planned it was over the break that she decided not to come back so the fact that those parallels exist with the whole Tempest aspect of it is really Mm -hmm. interesting to connect their deaths in that way so I really love that that ended up happening kind of like naturally
1: yeah definitely it definitely did I didn't even like think about kind of that connection there between her and Andy's death. It worked out kind of perfectly, I'd say, in that sense, you know? Yeah. What about her connection with each of her sisters?
0: Yes. So I guess let's start with Prue and Piper.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I personally feel like, well, I mean, I'm sure it's pretty obvious. They obviously had the strongest connection out of all the sisters, it kind of seemed like. And that's because even when we go back and see things in the past, they are the closest in age they are the closest to each other they always live together they know everything about each other I feel like Piper always kind of played that middle ground for Prue and Phoebe so even though we got to see Prue and Phoebe's relationship develop Piper and Prue have always had the closest connection and I absolutely love like their relationship with each other how close they are how easily they talk to each other and how Piper kind of always relied on Prue as her big sister and Prue never let her down you know.
0: Yeah I totally agree. I do think in some regards like even their relationship grew so much over the course of the series. When we looked at the flashbacks in Pre-Witched which I know we questioned a little bit they were close yes like they were best friends but they weren't best friends the way they are in season three. Um, So I loved kind of that dynamic and the way that was established. I loved seeing in the Coyote Piper episode we get those hints that like Prue really did everything to take care of Piper in high school because, like, Prue was popular and, like, Piper was kind of awkward and, like, struggling. So I like the way that, like, you know, she would stand up to Piper's bullies and, like, do things for her, which in some ways benefited Piper, but also kept Piper in her shell longer because she didn't Mm -hmm. ever have the chance to do it for herself.
1: Exactly. But yeah, we do get to see still that protectiveness that she's always had, even before they were the charmed ones, you know? So we do get a lot of that. But Like you said, their relationship does grow throughout. They're definitely not, they definitely weren't nearly as well-connected as we see them become by the end of season three, you know?
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: So what about Phoebe?
0: So with Phoebe, obviously we open the show and they're in a very bad place. Phoebe and Prue are somewhere between five and seven years apart. We don't really ever fully understand because it kind of shifts sometimes how Mm -hmm. many years apart they are. But there is this more like motherly vibe that Prue gives towards Phoebe, which we see early on Phoebe rejects it. She's like, I don't need a mother. I need a sister. And then we see them build that connection as sisters throughout season one, which is mostly because of their role as witches and having to work together. But then them finding those genuine moments of connection like we saw in The Power of Two. And I love that by season three I mean those two have their own inside jokes they're doing all types of things just the two of them I feel like in some ways they're actually closer to each other than either of them are to Piper at that point, which is partially because Piper has a life partner and is kind of doing more of her own thing, whereas they have a lot more time to spend together which I think brings them closer as well.
1: I just, I feel like I've noticed with Piper, maybe it's more of the sense of that Piper has always kind of relied on Prue more than anyone, and Prue's always kind of been that person for her. Um, They definitely, I could see Prue and Phoebe, like you said, started out in such a bad place, and we got to see that connection build between them, and them kind of start to relate on things, especially when it came to, or I mean, I guess pretty much just because the whole powers came along and that kind of brought them together, but they started to work on their issues. We've seen them fight and develop a relate- a stronger bond because of that. And we get to see them there for each other. This relationship is a little less of Phoebe relying on Prue or Prue relying on Phoebe. And it's more of them just kind of seriously being really good friends, you know, and, and kind of working together. And both of them having those great strengths that play into them saving the world or going about their lives like I think that's why it's kind of a different relationship than Piper and both equally strong I'd say
0: yeah and I mean I'd say also like Prue and Phoebe are very alike whereas Piper Mm -hmm. has a different personality than the two of them and so I think that's why they both butt heads so much and get along so well at the same time is because they are very similar people I mean Prue even says it in Just Harried when she's like I was jealous of you and Cole. Like, as much as she gave her so much shit about it, like, there is part of her that wants something like that for herself, and she does have that same, like, love of danger. Like, we see her choose lots of bad boys throughout her time on the show, too. Like, there's this kinship between them that I think, again, brings them closer, but also tears them apart when they do have those negative moments. Absolutely,
1: because Phoebe's always kind of been able to be the wild child Prue always kind of wanted to do that, but never got to have that opportunity to be that person and live that dangerous life that she kind of wanted to live, like Phoebe always was able to, which is a big reason why they clash and also a big reason why they connect and because they're so similar, you know? Yeah. So I we definitely got to see a lot of that portrayed throughout Prue's time on the show, you know?
0: Yeah. And I also will say, like, I love... The sisterhood of the three of them. I mm-hmm. love the way that they always choose each other. They always have each other's backs. They always, no matter what they're struggling with. I mean, we saw this in Piper, even when she decided not to give up her power, she's like, well, if you guys want to keep doing this, I'll keep doing this with you. And same way that like we see Prue saying, well, no matter what my sisters need, I'm going to be there. Phoebe doing it too. Like They have this innate thing in them that makes them need each other and really love each other and part of it comes from the fact that they didn't have those normal parental relationships and they had to really bond as siblings and I think that the way that they kind of fell apart in their kind of like late teens 20s years is interesting because I feel like that's the time when sisters usually start to come together like when I think about me and Ashley specifically like when we were in like late elementary middle early high school was when we like didn't really click and didn't really like hanging out with each other and then like right around the time like I was finishing high school started being best friends and we're still best friends to this day
1: yeah that's pretty much exactly what happened with me and Caitlin as well you know so it's it's definitely usually like that when it comes to siblings growing up but it went a completely different way with these three
0: yeah, and I mean, even with you and me, like, I feel like you became my best friend, like, once you were, like, in high school, which, I mean, makes sense, because I'm so much older than you, because, yeah. like, <laughs> like, not that we ever, like, had beef, because I didn't have beef with a child, but, like, <laughs> that's when we really, like, became besties, like, we are now.
1: <laughs> yeah, we became a lot closer once I grew up, you know, once, once we got older and everything. That's just usually the dynamic of how these things go, you know?
0: Yeah. So.
1: Do we want to start talking about her love life?
0: Let's talk about it. So in season one, we're obviously introduced to the Prue and Andy dynamic right off the bat. I mean, it starts in the pilot and it ends obviously with his death at the end of season one. Obviously, T.W. King also left the show for creative reasons. So I wonder what would have happened had he stayed? Like, Would their storyline have continued on? would they have ended up together? That's the question I always have, because, like, in my head, I'm, like, Prue and Andy are soulmates, and honestly, like, when she died, they ended up together in heaven, wherever the fuck they go.
1: Absolutely, because I, I mean, I think about it, like, throughout the rest of the show, we never really got a real connection between her and somebody else. I mean, we had that little fling with Jack, but that was, I don't know, like, a little rebound fun thing for her. It wasn't really a love connection, and, then, of course, we did have those moments with Bane where I felt like that was probably the closest thing that she's had to a connection like she's had with Andy, you know? But at the end of the day, we've seen that Andy is the one that will always be Prue's man. That's the love of her life. That's her soulmate, like you said, you
0: know? Absolutely. And I and think if I the feel show like were, would... like, strong enough to do it um and actually be consistent... Bane would have had to come back as her love interest if she stayed on because it's the only person who makes sense for her to end up with, if not absolutely,
1: absolutely, and of course, Roger.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, they were actually gonna bring back Roger in season four. How could I not think of that? Of
1: course, our favorite guy, (laughs) no, but yeah, it would have had to be Bane, and then if not, then like I mean, I don't know what they would have done, however. If they had kept Andy alive, I do think that they probably would have ended up together. I feel like it would have been some sort of, like, struggle, and maybe he'd be gone for a while to, like, think about things, and then finally they'd come back together and be better than ever, you know? I feel like we would have a really good love story between the two of them.
0: Yeah, and I love the way, like, all three of our main characters' main love stories were, like, a struggle. Like, Prue and Andy, it was because he was mortal, she's a witch, he didn't know if he wanted to be with a witch. Then we have, of course, Piper and Leo as a forbidden love story because of Witch White lighter, and then Phoebe and Cole as a forbidden love story because of witch demons. So I love those yeah. kind of, like, differences. Absolutely, they each have kind of a different way of struggling with that
1: situation, that love life.
0: Yeah. And like we've said multiple times, like, I have no issue with Prue being single independent like have fun do your thing but if she's looking for love I wanted her to find it and I'm sad that she didn't get that chance to
1: absolutely I do wish that we could have maybe had a little more for her love life-wise and I'm sure that they kind of had that idea that next season was going to be her time to shine with that you know but then of course it kind of happened on accident that she didn't end up coming back for the season but it does make me really sad that we never get to see that from her and I'm hoping that like maybe we can just say they're up there together Andy and
0: I know and it's like it's really sad that we'll never get to see Prue again I mean spoiler but when Shannon left the show she said they could never use her image or anything so like we won't even see pictures of Prue in the future like she's just completely erased other than like mentions of her Um, Which there are quite a few of in season four, and then it dwindles down after that. Yeah, absolutely. I was wondering, so they they said that they can't use her image or anything? Yeah, she said that she didn't want them to use her image in any way. Which even, like, in later episodes when they do flashbacks, like, if you ever notice in season eight- It's just like the back of her, yeah. There's an episode where- Phoebe gets a flashback to where her and Cole first met. And it's the scene of them at the college because they couldn't show the scene at the crime scene because Shannon was is that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. How about her journey as a witch, kind of her powers, how she develops in that way?
1: I loved her powers. I think that they were so well suited for someone at her level, like her being the oldest, you know, having pretty much the strongest power from the start. And then, of course, being able to, like, astral project, not a super crazy thing, but, like, another very strong power that I think those things worked really well for her. I couldn't imagine any of the other sisters having those abilities. It definitely felt very true, you know?
0: Yeah, and um, I love the way her powers manifested both times. Like first through like that anger and then through that like conflict of like needing to be in two places at once, which I feel like are both very true things. So it really yeah, worked for me too.
1: Definitely, definitely did the way that they came in, like came about, you know. I'd say, like, I have to say, she was such a super witch. Like she she would get so into it. She believed so strongly in their destiny and their like bloodline and everything and was there to protect her sisters protect innocence put everyone else first and like she was a badass witch I have to say yeah
0: I love the way that like once she accepted it because in season one she's like I don't want to be a witch you turned me into this to Phoebe and then all of a sudden once she accepted it she was really in there and that's just who Prue is like when she puts herself into something she puts all of herself into it which I think is why it's hard for her to find balance in life if I'm being honest
1: Absolutely. And I remember that was something we were discussing um, earlier, where I, I think that's what she does. She's either like, all about one thing or all about the other, you know, she, she doesn't know how to find that separation. So once she did accept that she is a witch, she went all in. And you know what, she
0: killed it. Yes. And then two things I want to bring up real quick before we kind of get to some of our favorites and top things that she's done. Mm -hmm. Did Prue predict her own death? I mean, we had two references to Prue dying young. First, we had in P3H2O, where we learned that her greatest fear is that like her mother, she'll die young, which comes true for her. Yeah. And then we have in Death Takes a Hallowell, where he says to her, I'm not here for you, at least not yet.
1: Yeah, I... So until you said that she didn't decide to leave the show until the break, I thought that they had known, and that's why they were dropping hints like that. So I didn't know that they weren't planning Prue's death.
0: No, it was was accidental hints, but they're there.
1: So that's crazy because they totally worked out for us, you know? Like, it totally worked exactly how it was supposed to happen we did get those hints and it's exactly what happened to her character
0: yeah like I think the way they meant it when they recorded it or shot it I mean was like oh like one day I'll come back for you like not like oh I'll be back in a couple months
1: (laughs) yeah and then and then they actually it happened way sooner than expected like either way it works
0: it did it did all right let's get into our favorite Prue and Shannon episodes? So, for number 10, I put Be
1: Careful What You Witch For.
0: Okay. Not on my list, but it was very close to being on my list.
1: I, I loved seeing, like, we got to see the innocent side of Prue. We got to see her, like, young as a child. She played that character so well. We got to see her, like, fun in high school and just, like, a completely different side of her that we hadn't seen, and I- even like that, she killed the like the fear and emotion when she was uh, running away from Dragon and I I loved it. I thought it was one of her great episodes.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And if I were adding one more to my list, that would absolutely be the one. I put we all scream for ice cream. And I put it because of the connection to Victor, the way we see as a little girl, how she did have this close relationship with her father that was then torn away from her when he left and the way she accepts his help in that episode, because I think Prue is such the type of person to be like, I can do it all on my own. So for her to have to accept help from somebody and specifically from him was really strong for me.
1: Yeah, definitely. That was, again, not on my list, but very close to being on. That one was going to be next for me as well. So for number nine, I put give me a sign.
0: Okay, I have that one not on my list, actually, but it was very close to being on my list.
1: There's so many good ones with her. I know it was hard because we had three seasons to pick from. So but I definitely I, I loved that episode. Of course, I love me some her and Bane. Also, like I just think that she had that connection and she had that closeness and then had that feeling of trust with someone and had faith in someone and like just everything about her in that episode, like, I think she did such a great job, you know?
0: Yeah, no, there was a beautiful vulnerability to Prue in that episode, so I definitely love that one. Absolutely. My number nine, I put From Fear to Eternity. I loved seeing the connections to their mother and the way, like, she saves her in that episode. Mm -hmm. I love seeing Prue protecting her sisters. I love the way that we see her keeping their secrets still from Andy and struggling with that while kind of opening up a bit as a witch in that episode. So that's kind of why I put that one there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Again, not one that's on my list, but was going to be.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Number eight, I put which Prue is it anyway? I loved it because again, like in um, Just Harried, we got to see kind of the different sides of Prue and like who she is as a person. All- parts of her just shown in different ways and kind of sides of her that we don't get to see a lot you know it was just a a really good proof-centered episode you know
0: yeah I definitely agree with you not on my list but it is a great proof-centered episode Mm -hmm. I actually put p3h20 as number eight okay Um, that's my number two actually okay so I put it because I really loved seeing of course Her connection with Sam in that episode, I think, was really strong. So one of those father figure moments that I love for her. I loved seeing her history with their mother. And again, that fear of dying young and then that strength and that ability to work with her sisters instead of trying to do it all on her own was really strong for me in that episode. Yeah, absolutely. Which are exactly why I, I had mine
1: or that one up there as well. For number seven, I put Dream Sorcerer. I loved that episode I just like everything about it the way she kind of has that struggle with staying awake and them not believing her but her knowing that something's wrong and kind of in this dream overcoming like you know him stopping them because of her sisters like I I just thought she did a great job in it and another great Prue-centric episode you know probably not like one of her more important ones but I just loved it for her you know
0: it's definitely one I thought of when I was like making this list because I was like what are some Prue-centric episodes and that one definitely came up in my mind but probably just because that's not a favorite episode of mine and also like there were some I thought just she had stronger moments in but Mm. I definitely see why that would be on the list yeah I had at number seven Murphy's look. So again, not one of my favorite episodes in the show, but I do think it was a really strong episode for Prue. I think seeing such a strong person battling with depression was really key and really important representation of mental health. So I really liked that aspect of it. And I loved seeing Prue overcome her struggles and defeat the demon in that episode with the help of her sisters. So I thought that that was a really beautiful moment for her character.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I actually had that one as number three because I think that that was one of her strongest episodes as well. We got to see her represent a real life struggle, and especially as such a strong person. I know we were talking about that and just kind of how it can happen to anyone, and then still she was able to overcome it. At the end, was it was beautiful to me. Yes. Number six, I put all hell breaks loose. Obviously, had to put that one on there. I mean, her performance in this episode was insane the anger the pain the struggle and then like even like the more comedic moments when she was alive with Piper and like wanting to support Phoebe but you know also being scared for her i loved it you know like it showed so much strength out of her and the way that she like like when we have that close up when she has her breakdown and starts throwing everybody when Piper dies like it was just one of the most beautiful performances i've ever seen from her
0: Yes. So I actually also had all help excuses my number six. Oh perfect. Lucky <laughs> yes. Yeah. Finally so had one. For all the same reasons as you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about your number five? So for my number five, I had the truth is out there and it hurts. Okay. I had it because I thought it was a really key episode in her relationship between her and Andy that desire to let someone in but not knowing if she really should I think that was really key to where she was at at that point in the series and it also showed what being a witch means for her being as a woman and like finding love in her life so I thought that that was really key for her character as well
1: yeah absolutely um I actually was thinking about putting that one there as well because I thought it was such an important one for her it didn't quite make the list but for all the reasons you said I definitely would have put it on there
0: What did you have as number
1: five? I put the good, the bad, and the cursed. Maybe it's just because this was a very badass episode for her, but we got to see her working with Cole, where I think they have such great chemistry together. Her energy and the way that they she stands up for Bo, protects Phoebe, saves Phoebe, kind of has that connection with Bo and Isabel when she sees them, stands up to Sutter. We get to see like her kind of play that strong, independent woman, just like Isabel in a time where that wasn't really a thing you know so I just thought it was like such a great episode for her
0: yeah I put that as my number one um not just because it's one of my favorite episodes (laughs) in the show but also because I think it's so key to who Prue is as a character I mean we see her like you said standing up for people but also giving them the room to stand up for themselves and giving them what they need to do that which I think is that motherly part of her So I loved seeing that growth in her, not her just stepping in for them, which I feel like season one Prue would have done. But season three Prue is like, let me give them the strength to do it themselves. And it's a very different part of her character.
1: Absolutely. You're right. For number four, I put Secrets and Guys. So I thought that was a wonderful episode. Like, to me, that was probably her most motherly episode because, you know, the, the little boy got kidnapped and- she was there protecting him. They got kidnapped together and like teaching him how to use his powers and kind of relating to him in that sense of having something that you don't know how to control, that you don't like about yourself or all of those emotions that she portrayed were like not only her relating to this little kid, but she took care of him. She put him first and she was strong for him because she had to be and like made sure he was okay. And then of course her emotion at the end with, seeing the father and son finally reunite and we got to see like okay this is something another thing that she struggled with her entire life is not having that and it was just like a beautiful beautiful episode to me like for her
0: not on my list but I fucking wish it was because yeah you just said I didn't even think of it but Mm -hmm. yeah
1: it like total as soon as I because I was scrolling through all the seasons and the episodes and I was like oh wow like I forgot this one was a really really great episode for her character I think
0: Yeah, absolutely. So for my number four, I have Death Takes a Hallowell. And for obvious reasons, I mean, it's Prue finally learning to accept death, finally being able to grieve their mother in a true way and accept that she doesn't have to fight against death, but instead fight for life, which I think is important, which unfortunately she doesn't get to do for very long because it's only six episodes later that she dies but yeah
1: but no that was a phenomenal episode definitely an important one for her and it kind of like led her to move forward with something that she had been struggling with her entire life ever since their mom died you know and that feeling of like death being the enemy and finally realizing that that's not true is something that really like mattered a lot for her character I think
0: yeah so
1: I had Murphy's luck at number three, which we had already gone over. So what was your number three?
0: My number three was Primrose Empath. Okay. Um, I chose that episode because I really liked, one, proves a badass in that episode, especially in that final fight scene. So I love that moment for her character. I love the way that she's so into the power, but then ends up struggling with it because it's more than she can handle which I feel reflects a major theme of season three for her which is her struggle with pride which of course also comes up in San Francisco um so I like seeing that aspect of her not being able to be perfect and like having to again accept help but then learning to channel her struggles in order to make herself stronger so I loved that aspect of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I wish that I had uh really thought of that one because I probably would have put that in my list. I I think I just kind of like it slipped my mind, but that that was a great episode for all the reasons you said. Yeah. So my number 2 was P3H2O, which again we had already gone over. I thought one of it it was one of her strongest episodes for sure. So what did you put?
0: I put Miss Hellfire. So that was my number 1. Was it? Okay. So I put Miss Hellfire because I really loved seeing the fun, badass side of Prue. It was a very different Prue than we've seen in any other episode. And I love that you could just tell Shannon is having fun with the character in this Mm -hmm. episode.
1: Absolutely. Exactly. It wasn't like a super important episode, but like she was such a badass. It was her most entertaining, most fun episode that she had. And it just... She played the character so well and loved it and absolutely killed it. I just thought it was one of her best performances.
0: And it's Prue being who she would be in a carefree world. Like someone who could just do whatever she wants, look hot, and have a good time. And I loved it. Me too. And then number one, I had the good, the bad, and the cursed, which we already talked about.
1: Yeah, we definitely, we had a pretty good list. It was really hard to narrow down. She had so many important moments, so many great episodes, and so many great performances you know
0: yes absolutely
1: um, so that brings us to her top five moments okay so I kind of went with like my favorite like moments that kind of stood out to me just just ones that I really liked you know so for number five I put her breakdown after Andy died in the Abraxis episode I just thought it was beautiful like that like she finally Finally, was so vulnerable with her sisters and let that side of her show and we got to see how important Andy was for her and she didn't have to be so strong all the time and that like difficulty she had with everybody kind of putting all the pressure on her like I think it was just beautiful
0: I totally agree with you I have Prue's breakdown in witch trial as my number two so okay good and okay. for all the reasons you said like I love the way she finally admits that it really is bothering her after like pretending to be okay all mm-hmm. the rest of the episode exactly for my number five I have Fru's interview in something Wicca this way comes with Roger when she just kind of comes through and she's like listen ask me about anything i my specialty is this um I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm good at my job. I may have shown up late. You may have overheard a personal phone call, but do not judge me for that because I am a strong ass woman and I loved it.
1: Oh, you mean with Rex? Yes. Oh my God. I I was like, I was like, I was like (laughs) (laughs) trying to, yeah, confirm. But yes, yes, absolutely. Like that was badass as hell. I actually kind of forgot about that moment, but that was definitely one of her more badass moments. And if I had thought about it, it would have been on my list so number four this one I just loved I just thought it was funny and entertaining um when she slaps Jack and his twin and like <laughs> Piper's like ha. like it was just like such a fun entertaining moment for me where she's like that's for thinking you wouldn't get slapped and everything like she's such a badass I just love it I loved it
0: I love it I wish that was on my list because that's <laughs> that's iconic <laughs> At number four, I have Prue's interaction with Death and Death Takes a Hallowell when they're sitting at the beach. I love the way that he really calls her out for her shit. And I love the way she struggles and starts to apologize and then like does break down in front of him. And then also their final moment in that episode where she accepts Death is really strong to me as well.
1: Absolutely. I actually had that moment, that scene between her and Death that breakdown for her and like seeing her be all innocent like that. I had that as my uh number two, actually. Ooh, okay Yeah. Had that one up there. So for number three, I put that moment in Coyote Piper where she like kills her in order to save her, like has that whole plan. I thought it was a very smart plan for her. And I thought it was like, again, just a very emotional scene. And the way she talks to Piper and is like, I'm so sorry. Like, I know you tried to warn me, I'm gonna save you, like I'm gonna make this right. Like it was just so sweet to me and such a hard moment for her to do and I, I loved it.
0: That That is a beautiful moment. I had as number three Prue's speech to Phoebe and Just Harry where she admits that like she wants to be irresponsible and she wants to find love but she doesn't feel like she can because of who she's always been as the eldest sister. I think that was a really important moment for her character and had she not been killed off at the end of season three I think that that's something that would have been explored further in season four.
1: Absolutely. I definitely agree. So as you know, my number two was that scene with death. So what did you put? Mine was Witch Trial, the one. The Witch, right. Okay, so for number one, I put just, I couldn't really narrow down a moment for this one, but Miss Hellfire. (laughs) Just (laughs) just her being Miss Hellfire and being that badass self having all that fun you know I don't know I just thought it was like beautiful for her and I do have like an honorable mention that I really like
0: yeah so my honorable mention actually goes out to Prue dancing with Bane and Miss Hellfire so I'll mention that first that that was
1: like the like the club the whole club scene was like the biggest part for me absolutely
0: yeah and then my number one moment was her reaction to Piper dying and All Hell Breaks Loose. Mm-hmm. I think that was Shannon's strongest performance of the entire series, and I had to put it as number one. That, yeah, that was my
1: honorable mention as well. Definitely one of my top moments. She did a great job, you know? It was definitely her top performance. Yeah, loved
0: it. All right, so let's say
1: our goodbyes to Pru. I know, I guess that's it. She, You really will be missed. Like, not just saying that I, I really am going to miss talking about her seeing her character, seeing her grow and seeing her be there for her sisters. I really wish we got more out of her love life and kind of saw more of her career path going forward. And there's a lot that I that I I was really looking forward to for her character. So I'm I'm really gonna I'm really gonna miss that.
0: Yeah I will say like in previous watches not that I disliked Prue but she was never one of my favorite characters. Mm -hmm. This watch through I felt so much more of a connection with her. I fucking adore her. I think one Shannon Doherty is gorgeous and one of the most talented actresses I've ever seen so loved having her on screen but also just Prue as a character I was really able to connect with her I think getting closer to her age now that I'm like, I hate to say it, but like in my late 20s, I will be 28 (laughs) in just a month. But um, I feel so much more connected with what it is to be in that part of your life. So I relate to her in terms of the career struggles, the dating struggles, being an oldest sister. These are all things I really found in common with her this watch through and it's going to be really sad to see her go. Like, I'm not ready to let go of Prue.
1: Not either. You know, I kind of like, I almost hate that we sat here and talked about her and analyzed her character so much because it's made me so close to her. And it's made me it's made it really hard for me to like, accept letting her go. We have gotten so connected to her. And I feel like there's a lot that once you look deep within, like we have been all three seasons, you kind of can relate to her in a lot of ways, you know, and see where she's coming from on a lot of things, which I never really got to do any previous watch before either. Yeah.
0: And I think there was so much about her pride that in previous watches annoyed me, but like in this watch, I really understood it because I understood more what it's like to be Prue and kind of go through everything she's gone through, all the abandonment, all the trauma and how that could lead to her feeling like she has to take on this responsibility, which created that pride.
1: Absolutely. I, I 100% agree. It used to be something that would bother me sometimes in previous watches, but this time, like you said, I, I kind of understood it.
0: Yeah. All right. So, Prue, I'm sure we will keep mentioning you, especially early in season four, but I'm going to miss analyzing those moments, babe. I'm going to miss it so much.
1: Oh, yeah. you You will be missed. You will not, you know, leave our hearts.
0: You will not. Definitely not. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to reach out to us or follow us on social media, we're on Instagram and TikTok at rewitched underscore pod, or you can send us an email to rewitched.pod at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to subscribe to our Patreon, we have several monthly tiers available at patreon.com slash rewitched podcast. Either way, we hope you'll join us back next time in the new year for Season 4, Episode 1, Charmed Again.